You're listening to EVH and Gear TV, brought to you by Design39 Media. Visit design39media.com for all your website, photography, and video production needs. Microphones for EVH and Gear TV are provided by Rode Microphones. An official Van Halen merchandise is provided by vanhalenstore.com. And now, here's your host from Ontario, Canada, EVH artist Eric Broadbent. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 7 of the Helix Hour. We are live. Happy Sunday to you all. And with all this uh, talk out there with uh, superhero movies right now, we've got Avengers Infinity War out there. We've got uh, Deadpool 2 just in theaters. You know, the old cliche, I hate to sound cliche here, but the old uh, cliche of not all superheroes wear capes. I think we've got a pretty cool uh, superhero here in the Line 6 community. Uh, Frank Rashad, he's back again. Frank, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Good, good. Really nice to have you back. And holy cow, there have been a lot of things that have happened since like about six months or whatever it's been since you've been on the show. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. we'll get into that for sure. There's <laughs> lots of things to talk about for sure. So there's a bunch of people jumping in over in the chat already. And uh, hopefully everything goes okay. We had a few internet issues here as usual here in this part of Ontario, Canada. Um, but what I'd like to do is uh, I'd like to just kind of break some ice with you a little bit for some of the people. A lot of people joining the show today know you, of course. Others may not. And some that do know you may not know some of your personal hobbies and things like that. And we get to see you sometimes with this really cool aerial footage of drones and things like that. Tell us a little bit about how you got into that and maybe share with us some of the drones that you fly. Yeah, so um, I actually got into it. My, my a good friend of mine and my boss, actually, Joe Bentavenia, uh, started getting into them oh, two or three years ago. And when he started getting into them, they were, you know, much larger drones and um, super cool, just amazing pictures, amazing, amazing technology. And then just last year, I got a DJI Spark. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's a much smaller drone, but again, packed with incredible amounts of technology. These things lock on to between seven and ten satellites for precise placement. And they, I mean, they all but fly themselves. They're stunning but the, the really cool part is the the foot the uh, camera it, they this particular one is a multi-axis gimbal and just rock solid steady and uh, i feel like i'm doing a commercial for them but i would the, yeah the drones are just amazing and uh, you've seen some of my footage that i throw up on facebook every now and again and, um and when i'm in la the, the scenery is just spectacular so um, really cool hobby. I, I, I'm really into it. I haven't been, I, I've been back East now for a little bit and, uh, the weather really hasn't been good enough for me to go out and fly, but I'm looking forward to it. Were you scared the first time? Like, cause they're not, a, they're most of the good ones, you know, like the, especially the ones that you're talking about, they're not a cheap purchase and you know, the odd little mistake and uh, a fall crash into something, cement or whatever could be, um, thousands of dollars down in the garbage. Uh, were you scared the first time taking it up? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I started, you know, you, I think everyone does, you, you, even though it's basically flying itself mm-hmm. and you can get used to it very quickly. It's still to your point, it's an expensive piece of gear. And, you know, I'm an idiot who's just learning to fly this thing. Right. And yeah, it's, it's a little nerve wracking, but I, I gotta be honest, you do pretty quickly get the, the hang of it. Yeah. I would say, you know, three or four flights in and I started kind of getting a little bit crazy but they're, they're really it's a really fun hobby uh, some of my friends that fly um they're they're telling me their first real fear was taking it over because we're you know we here in, in our part of ontario we're in a very flat plains kind of thing uh there's not a lot of water unless you know we have to travel quite a ways to go to the lake whatever um we have rivers and things like that too but uh, the first time they took it over water that's when they really got scared yeah i actually haven't done that yet no okay. that does scare me. even though i know i mean this particular one has a return to home feature where you get in trouble, you hit the button and it comes right back to where it took off. Where where it you, wherever you set it as, as your home location. Exactly right. Yeah. That's cool. But still, <laughs> there's just something when you go out over, you know, when you're over water, there's nowhere to go if yeah. you have to go down. So it is, a, it's, it's a little bit uh, nerve wracking. It's not like when we're flying kites, you know, you, you do have a little bit of a safety line or a tether you can pull back if you're losing it. Yeah, and it's you know four bucks. <laughs> that's right. That's that's right. I do want to get into that, but and I obviously like I I do a lot of GoPro stuff and things like that too. So a lot of them can either use their own uh, cameras or GoPros, um, and so I do want to get into that a lot. It's something I'm going to embrace later. But I'm one of those guys too that I rush into everything, and I know I will. I, I've caused many accidents, you know, with gear and things like that too. And I know I won't read manuals, which I never do hardly. And I'm afraid to crash because the boy one time got a little toy, cheap, cheap uh, remote control helicopter for his birthday or Christmas from one of the family members. 
And of course, I'm the bigger kid or the smaller kid, I guess. And I said, let's go play with it. And we flew it once and I crashed it and broke it. You know, so <laughs> I don't know. Those things I had to fly. That, that was the thing that made me nervous about getting into drones is that was my only kind of um, uh, relationship to, you know, remote controlled airplanes. And I knew I couldn't fly that thing. And, but these things are so much more advanced. It's it's crazy. I totally encourage you to do it. You're going to get it. You'll get hooked right away. I will for sure. And I, I know Junior will like it too. And, and they're programmable to where you can, you know, do really cool stuff. Have it do a spiral, mm-hmm. you know, have follow you and and shoot you and there's just so much stuff you can do with the software yeah i think I, it'll be an extension to my business as well too for doing some really cool uh photography for videography for people so i'll look into it for sure yeah. um before i get into the the big stuff the, the really fun stuff talking about all the things that have happened in a very short time since your last visit local we'll say hi quickly to people in the chat we've got terry's uh ggng over here we've got uh, uh Shekis is here he says he's getting a coffee ready and doesn't want to miss a live chat last week he was on a gig so today he's free to watch live awesome um uh, mina brown says this is groundbreaking stuff i'm teaching others to how to use a helix based on what i'm learning here that is awesome thank you that's what we're sharing we're all sharing uh, paying it forward the wet dry wet patch has forever changed the world view towards modeling and processors i agree on that mike francis is here as well saying hey guys hey frank a vile child obviously we know him uh greetings from big beaver studio uh thank you for, for providing the facility for us today uh zach thong says hey eric uh super frank that's from mike francis uh, christopher perry's here yo eric zach thong um terry says hello frank and everyone else just playing some player unknown battlegrounds whilst show starting and that's kind of funny i'm going to ma- make a little mention about that um I'm, you know i'm not sure if you do much gaming frank but um uh junior is really into gaming that's very sim- I, my grandson does okay so you know uh that's very similar to this game fortnite and we're doing a show on eric's channel tonight junior he's going to teach the old man how to play this fortnite game so very similar to what terry's uh, playing there uh, Robert Apple, Appel is, uh, says hello from Philadelphia. Uh, Tvod is here again once from Bolton, uh, from Bolton in the United Kingdom. Um, where would he? Okay, Mike Francis says, "Bet you'd love to be droning the Kilauea volcano, Frank." Well, that would be pretty cool. I'd be a little concerned flying over, um, you know, twelve hundred degree lava, but the shots would be pretty stunning. I can now, imagine. Now, I'm sure, I'm sure that people do it. Oh yeah, would that that would cause uh, a tur- some turbulence? I would assume, right? I would imagine, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the heat. Because I know what it's like with flying aircraft over, you know, extreme heat like that as well, too. There's, You'll feel it. Interesting. Um, Terry says, uh, you'd have to take the drone to North America's largest freshwater beach in Wasaga Beach. That'd be cool. Uh, Jason Sedites is here. I says, hey, Eric and Frank. Nice to have Jason. Brian Wasson says, what's up, Eric? Just got my Helix last week, and it's incredible. I haven't been this inspired to play and create new sounds in a long time. That is really nice, and that's something I know you hear on a daily basis. It's that, Those words are the our favorite words. Yes. I'm sure Eric Klein told you the same thing. When we hear somebody's being creative and, and playing more because of Helix, that that's music, literally music to yeah, our ears. That's right. I know. I love to hear that. And I obviously the manufacturers, of course. Um, so let's pause there for a second. And we'll come back to everyone in the chat as much as uh, possible as well too. And I had to write this down because I wanted to make sure I had facts straight. And if I didn't uh, write this down, I would have forgot some things. So in a very short time, since you came on the show the first the first time, there's been major, major developments at Line 6. So writing these down and going in order, so we the, kind of in a chronolo- chronological order, uh, major firmware updates for the Helix, giving us new amps and killer reverbs that we had a while back. So we got all the, f- I think there's five new reverbs everyone's raving over, some cr- uh, killer high gain amps and a great amplifier. So that's awesome. HX as well as, well as the legacy effects from all the, uh, the right. amp servers. Thank you for reminding me of that because I did not write that down. Yes, that's that's massive. That's just as big. Uh, HX effects was released. That was pretty much NAM at the time. Uh, I think it was NAM that you, when you were on, uh, right shortly after. So that's out. It's in the wild. Uh, you know, several updates on that. Everyone's using it, loving it. So that's cool. Selling like hotcakes. The power cab, which we'll talk about in depth today as well too. That's been released. Um, the, and this is this is what I think is really cool. Right back to back, the formation of the Yamaha Guitar Group Inc. in March of this year, and then just this month announced that Yamaha Guitar Group acquired legendary bass amp uh, brand. Ampeg. So first of all, that's like, holy cow, <laughs> in the span of like, you know, of six months, uh, the last month has been crazy. Um, Lots of- tell us what these two things mean for basically for the companies involved and for the consumers. Uh, congratulations too, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, so, um, yeah, as of April 1st, uh, Yamaha Corporation formed a subsidiary, a U.S.-based subsidiary um, called Yamaha Guitar Group. Mm-hmm. 
And what Yamaha, Yamaha Guitar Group is is the the uh, as you know Yamaha's a gigantic company, mm-hmm. and this is the uh, a way to focus all of our uh, guitar-based products and development uh, under one roof, which is headquartered in Calabasas, uh, which is where I work, and uh, the brands are Yamaha Guitar Products, uh, Line Six, and of course now Ampeg. So those are the three brands that are, you know, managed and represented um, with Yamaha Guitar Group. And it's it, we're extremely excited for the y, YGG is what we call it. Right. And we're extremely excited because it opens up um, a much broader uh, range of products to focus on the guitarist and uh, obviously more resources and um um, more people involved. It just it really focuses our efforts, and it, um, we're we're really excited to see what we do going forward here. First, the first move obviously is is you know adding Ampeg, which is just a crazy iconic brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean to to the to the like to for people to compare that like Ampeg to bass players is kind of like with the Marshalls and and you know the things of the world to the guitar players. Absolutely. In fact, um, they invented the the bass amp. The, the, the name Ampeg is um, it, they in, when the first bass amp came out, it was basically a microphone on the peg of a stand-up bass. Okay. And Ampeg comes from right. And they pretty much invented it and have been carrying it forward. And we could not be more thrilled to be, you know, kind of um, managing and and helping move this brand forward. That's fantastic. And, or a guitar company, so it's you know perfect. Yeah, you know, it makes it makes total sense. And you guys are nailing it with in the bass department already. You know, with the signature bass guitars that you have, and the mm-hmm. feedback I saw, at least what I was reading in the various groups that we all uh, take part in, uh, with the announcement, you know, it was fantastic. It was very well received. It was almost kind of like another thanks, guys. You know, for steer. As you, a lot of times you say steering the ship or being the stewards, whatever. Um, it was very well received. So that was very positive. Yeah, yeah, that that made us very happy. I, I read. It, almost every comment was, I think, cons- customers get that you know we're going to um, you know, preserve the brand and manage the brand and improve the brand. You know, and that you, you, we've got technology. Obviously, we're a technology company. Now we've got this uh, amazing, uh, iconic base brand. There's a lot of stuff we can do, and I think we're excited. And I think people sense the, where we're going. That's fantastic. And I mean, with the, with the news that's come out, we, I mean, everyone just kind of sits by the edge of their seat when it comes to press releases and that from, from the various entities now. So it's going to be something, <laughs> there's probably a lot of traffic on the website just to see what's coming next. Yeah, it's been busy. That's good. Well, let's, let's jump over to something else that's been busy is the power cabs. Um, I have one sitting beside me here that I've been using pretty much every day. Uh, that's one of the freshest releases from from you guys. Uh, tell us how um, you know the the reception's been you know from the public uh, as far as um, dealers getting them in their hands. Are they pretty much in all the stores now, and maybe just your general consensus of uh, releasing yet another new baby. Yeah, they're um, they're available worldwide at this point. Okay, and there's already lots of uh, you know uh, reviews online and. Uh, you know, gig footage popping up, and it's it's a really cool product, and it's really a new, um, it's a different type of product, a different type of amplifier. It's a new category, basically, and um, you know, of course, it has flat capabilities, mm-hmm. and it has speaker modeling technology in it, and it's really made. It's got the look, the aesthetic of a traditional guitar amp. Uh, it's actually a, a, I think, a very beautiful uh, piece of gear, and it has this added feature of having uh, speaker modeling built into it, which is uh, unique to Line 6. It's a process we developed, and it's pretty cool. Well, you've played them, so mm-hmm. you, you, you kind of you get how it works. I do. What's your take? I know, you, I know you've been playing around with it. I, every day, and I have it set right beside me, and I'm only using pretty much one patch, and it's a patch I use. It's my favorite one I've, that I've made. It's a clean, dirty, and a, you know, a lead channel. Um, and at first, like everybody, I went on flat mode because that's what we think we do. Right. And, and there's nothing wrong with doing that. Uh, and I went with flat mode. I still used my, um, either IRs or cab blocks and it sounded great. Uh, it sounded good, great, awesome. Then I discovered the modeling technology of it, turning off the cab blocks. And then I went with, uh, I haven't tried all of the patches yet. Um, but I've tried green and I tried the cream back. And those are my two favorite. I think I've got it set on green right now. And for the guys that watch my other show, the the VH and Gear TV show, 
um, the mostly Van Halen fans. I'm telling you, if you're looking for something that gets a Van Halen tone plus everything else under the sun, it does it. I love it to death. Um, when I'm running my effects, like right now, I'm using Helix Floor with no other pedals whatsoever. And, I, and I'm doing my Van Halen setup all the time, my phase 90 kind of feel, lots of delay, lots of plate reverb. And it sounds it sounds like the real deal. And where a lot of people were always saying, okay, does it give you that amp in the room feel that we were missing with Helix before um, without having a cabinet? Yes, it does. And you say, because our minds are pl we pl plays tricks on us, so we need to see an amplifier sometimes. So, I mean, mm -hmm. you, you could put a box here with a, with a you know a vinyl sticker on it and make it look like an amplifier, and it may trick you a little bit, but there still has to be some substance to it too. This looks yep. good. It sounds good. It reacts like an amplifier. Um, you know, the fact that you can feedback a note by getting it nice and loud and sustaining a note, you can still do that. And there's no real dead spots for feedback as far as like you sometimes may have with the, even with a traditional uh, 212, 412 or whatever. I mean, this is a 112 and you can get it. So I guess long story short, my feedback is I love it. I do think, that, I think more I'd go with a flat range um, or full range, I should say, is um, when I play the Variax through it and I play acoustic, I like it like that a lot. I would probably wouldn't change it. Everything else, I like to use the modeling. Yeah, and it, 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 and I've, I've heard them many times, of course, when they've been, when they were being developed and I, I think they sound phenomenal. Mm -hmm. um, it's interesting because it is a new product category, basically. If you if you go into it expecting, you know, FRFR and that type of product, you know, your point of reference is, is that type of product. It's going to be a little bit confusing at first to kind of understand what the thing can completely do. It, it's very flexible, but it is a it's been really well received, really well received. And um, I'm loving every day. I, there's a Facebook page. Uh, for it already and of course on the helix facebook page uh, people are posting vids and reviews and you got to set it up right mm -hmm. but as long as you set it up right and follow proper gain staging and all that stuff um it sounds pretty cool and it's plenty loud for a 112. it is i think a piece of advice i would offer some people going down to the local authorized line six dealers is you know like a lot of us guys i'm going to use myself as an example sometimes i like to go into a music store and i'm very intimidated when i play i do not like to play in music stores even when i work there i never like to play until the customers would leave i was like michigan j frog and i'd put on my song and dance um <laughs> but i do suggest this go in and not all guitar stores sadly are have knowledgeable sales staff sometimes they're just there you know to pay the bills but other times there's people working there that love guitar and love gear hopefully you'll find one of those guys or girls and ask for some help um, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help. Can you give me, can you show me what I might need to do with Helix and this power cab together? And then, you know, cause you may not know, and then you might walk away with that negative experience. Once you're shown what it, like you were just saying a moment ago, there's little things to do. Make sure you got like, you know, uh, uh, line level, um, all that kind of good stuff. Then, then once that equation is good, everything should be good from there on, but you might get better results if you ask for a little bit of assistance. Yeah, agreed. It, it, it's a, I mean, it's a technology product and, you know, it's like Helix, right? Mm -hmm. Helix is very intuitive, but you need a little bit of, you need to get started. And, um, but when you get it all set up right, it's a really cool product and it's kind of an interesting um, approach to solving the solution of, you know, amp in the room. Yeah. And it, it does give you that. I mean, it's a guitar speaker. That's right. That's right. Made for guitar players. Um, yep. One of the other things I wrote down that was an important note I wanted to tell people, because a lot of us get spoiled when we're running these things in stereo. Now, if not, not everybody in the world can afford two of these things to have running in stereo, well, thank you. 499 Super Chat from Chad Boston. Thank you, Chad. You are the you are a champion. I appreciate Chad. that, <laughs> Chad. Um, so not, not everyone can afford two of these. That's the luxury. And and sometimes it's either playing through headphones or at our studios through our reference monitors. That wet stereo really spoils you. And I thought going down to a mono system, a lot of my patches are now utilizing stereo. Uh, Brian Cazell, he's probably here in the chat. Uh, he goes by Coffee Drinker on the on the um, custom on the custom tones. Um, he's written some really cool Van Halen stereo patches. Running through power cab through a mono, just left XLR out directly to the power cab in a mono environment, still sounds. You know, I keep using Eddie Van Halen, but people expect that with me to talk about Eddie Van Halen. It gives you that Eddie Van Halen tone and, you know, your Toto, Steve Lukather tone. Just this big, wet, pitch detuned tone on a mono environment. So if it sounds good in mono, imagine how two of these things would sound. Yeah, it, it's um, we're really excited by this product. And you had Brandon on uh, two weeks ago, right? Two weeks back, yep. Yeah, th this is his baby. And um, he really he really did it right. I think he got this. He got, I know he got it right. Our, our team really put a lot of thought into it, and I think customers are re really receiving it well. 
That's that's true. And I was I liked the fact that I had Eric Klein on the the week after that because we got to kind of talk about how each of the teams work together. It's not like just, okay, one team goes into this, okay, okay, and they come out of the grand unveiling, hey, guys, we're having a staff meeting, look at here's a new power cab. And meanwhile, the Helix team knew nothing about it, whatever. You guys are, there's dialogue and actually a lot of contribution back and forth between every single department because it's kind of built with Helix in mind but can be used with anything that's out there. Absolutely. Um, and that's one of the, the good things about having a, a development team that's not that big is that there is a lot of, you know, crosstalk and these teams are constantly talking and Eric, you know, as Eric said, we want to know what's going on because the Helix team wants to, you know, obviously leverage whatever they can and, and, you know, lay their path forward. So it's, it's very helpful to have a, have teams as uh, interactive as ours. I agree. It works so well. I'm going to jump back to the chat for a quick second. Neil Marchant's here saying, hey, Eric and Frank, Chad Boston, as I just mentioned a moment ago, says, hey, Frank and Eric, and thank you, Chad, for the super chat. Uh, Valchow says, you bet Eric loved the show. Alec Bourne says, hey, guys, just order my first Helix. We should have a little little bell go off every time that happens. A little ding. That'd be great. We'd probably get a few on the show. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Valchets, I've been playing Fortnite PS4 gamertag uh, Giant Wong. I'm gonna I'm gonna mark that down for the, for Junior after. And fortunately, these ch- these chats are saved, so I'll be able to get that after. We'll add you. Um, okay, Terry says, "Okay, full into the stream now." And more I hear about the Helix, more I'd like to check one out. Uh, check the local authorized. Uh, he's here in Canada, so I'll try like your Long McQuaid's. I think the Long. I think I asked this before. Does Long McQuaid sell them? Yep. Okay, perfect. Because they're pretty much everywhere, or maybe Steve's music or something of that nature. Um, Robert Appel says, sounds like, oh, a- Apple. Okay, sounds like Apple. Just think bobbing for Apple. So Robert Apple, there you go. Uh, I will never forget. Terry says, thumbs up, please. Thank you. I appreciate that, everyone. Robert Apple says, uh, thanks for your channel. It's helping me learn the fine points of my Helix. That is really, really cool. Thank you so much. That means more than anything. Um, Neil Marchant says, uh, you enter RC multicopters, Frank. I raised 250 class quads, uh, FPV, not, or too much fun, he says. No, definitely too much fun, but I, I'm not into it nearly that much. Okay. So you, I'm I'm just a in kindergarten with my spark, but I'll, but I do love it. I, I'm just absolutely addicted. Awesome. Uh, Valshaw says Helix and Native have changed the way we run the whole studio. Native is amazing, and Eric Klein made a really good point um, when he was on the show. Like I think, like I said last week. There's different. T- he uses native a lot at home, and he said he's had it where he's had like I think upwards of sixteen, twenty some odd different uh, native sessions open per track, and still not crapping out. Mm-hmm. I, that's one of the cool things about native is you're only limited by you know pretty much the CPU horsepower you got. Yeah, yeah, and, and he tends to use it all. Yeah, I bet. I bet he does <laughs> because he can. Um, yes. uh, Terry says, uh, "Don't forget, Ampeg owns Blackheart amps as well. That will be a big plus." Uh, no, I did not know that. Um, or is, is he I, incorrect on that? I think he might be. Okay. Okay. All right. So I so yeah, because I didn't know that. Uh, David Ennis says, "Hey Eric uh, and uh, Frank, thanks for the help." Sam VH5150 is here. Nice to see you, man. Great. Uh, Robert Apple says, "I li- I think the Line Six is iconic in its own right. I agree." Now, Martian, are we going to see a Variax base? Wink, wink. Now, here's I always put a disclaimer on the show. There's a lot of times where there's questions that we can't answer. Uh, is that one of the ones that we might have to save for a later date? Yes, okay. I, I, can't, I can't answer that, but I yep. mean, you, you know what we do. Yeah, <laughs> there you I'm go. Just... Yeah, we never want to get anybody in trouble, so that's good. And it's been so funny in the show, too, because there's been things said here and there. Uh, you know, I, I don't get previous knowledge or anything like that, but even the guests will say something, or else there's something blinking in a, in a light and a, behind the guest that maybe shouldn't be seen, or things like that. And people are like, they're, it's almost like the Zapruder film or whatever, deceptive. right? Yeah. It's hilarious. Thank you. A $5 super chat from uh, Jason Sedites. Uh, that's going to pay my gas down to your place. I'm going to be hooking up with Jason soon. Uh, that's going to be great. We'll talk about know, that. Um, I don't know if Will and Jay mentioned this when they were on, but our, well, before we announced Power uh, HX Facts, they did one of their podcasts and they bleeped out. They, they ran through all of the products that are coming and bleeped them all out. I, I'm sure they weren't really the products, but it was kind of a gag people on the Facebook page were isolating the audio and, and trying to figure out exactly what they were saying. I heard that. That was, that was absolutely hilarious. Um, let me going to continue down with uh, the chat here. Uh, so that was the base. Um, Michael Mikolai Maselki says, Hey gang, saying hi to Frank for being awesome. Uh, cannot wait to get my pair of power cabs in my hands. Uh, Brian Miller. I love my power cab. Plus the speaker modeling is awesome. Uh, I've been getting, and this is from Dave tube. Um, 
uh, I've been getting feedback after two hours of gigs. I'm not changing the volume. I'm not using the volume. Just straight into the tube amp using Helix. Tried three different amps and same problem. So he's actually getting feedback. Um, I'd reach out. I'd reach out to um, to support. See if there's any problems you're having. See if they can walk you through it. Uh, Chad Boston saying great uh, broadcast. Hey Frank and Eric. Um, and, uh, Jamie Trevino, the loss is driving back from a killer show last night with Helix. Darren Moore showed up. Yeah. He's using Helix in a, in a great fashion. Um, and I'm just getting a report too, that I'm still getting some, uh, lag on my webcam. So, uh, we're on Frank's screen for a quick second. Just bear with me for a minute while I do, uh, just switch my cam for a second. Hopefully we're still okay. I'm using two webcams here, and one is uh, a little finicky today. Let's jump back over and see if we're a little bit better. Okay, hopefully anyways. It looks like I'm actually now frozen. So bear with me, folks. The uh, joys of the internet and technology. Okay, bear with me here. I am completely froze. Um, tell you what, let's jump back over here for a second. Go up. Uh, you're going to be the star of the show, Frank. I'm switching over to you for a moment. <laughs> uh, I, I want to talk about um, the reviews as far as uh, what people were talking about in the in the Facebook group and Chad's group and things like that as well too. Anyone that was having trouble with the power cab, they were tending to kind of hop up that input. Like, you know, it was just sending such a, a hot level coming into the Helix, and then. Uh, the settings going out to the the, um, the power cab were not exactly the the optimum. Can you share without you know? I know you've got some notes that you share a lot with people in the groups, but just kind of layman's terms and what people can do to get the best signal to the power cab. So I'm not technical on this at all, basically, but um, it has to be line level, mm -hmm. and you want to uh, go into your modeler and dial up the volume until it clips. If it clips, the the light will turn red on the power cab knob. Uh, back it down a little, and that's where you want to be. Okay, gotcha. So that that should help tremendously with that. Yep. Okay. And, and re, this one, we want you to read the manual or the, the quick start guide anyway. Exactly. Exactly. There, there's a couple. There's a couple little tips in there that'll make it really easy. And if you miss them, it won't. It won't sound right. Okay, that makes total sense. Uh, DJ Asterisk is here saying, Hey guys, hey Frank, is that a Les Paul behind you? Looks killer. Yeah, if you want to share, talk a little bit about the studio that you're in right now at the moment. This is Kevin's studio. He is clearly a guitar freak and has how many guitars? 20, 26. 26 guitars in his collection. But I'm not familiar. Which Les Paul is that? Which one? Which, one, which, which one are you looking at? Four of them on the back wall. Oh my like, God. Five, it's probably talking about the seven string. Oh yeah. On the floor? The yellow one, trans amber. Can you hear me? Yeah, so there, yeah. Yep. No, there, trans amber. Seven string. Seven string. Oh, man. Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> Only made in 2016. Oh, absolutely beautiful. I'm just so clearly one of his babies. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just My 74 to... Deluxe is off screen right now. <laughs> You have, a, you have a great collection. A great collection. Thank you. So what people are seeing right now with my camera, I've had to switch to my Mac FaceTime camera, so it's going to look horrible, but we're going to get through this for sure. Uh, Brian Cote says, hey, guys, still loving the Helix, and he's going to have to check out the cab for sure. Uh, Dan Peters says, more Friedman, love the Placator. The Placator is a great amplifier for sure. I switched to that from the uh, PV Panama a lot. Um, thank you, Jason, for that uh, uh, donation. Um Okay, and yeah, Valchal says, um, I think Crate made Blackheart. Okay, is, is that true, Frank? I, I don't know. Okay, all right. Uh, Mike Francis is one question, Frank. Have you guys thought of a custom shop for guitars? Uh, we actually have a JTB custom shop at the moment. Okay. So you can, you can order a U.S.-made uh, JTB custom. Um, if you go to our website, you can follow... Uh, kind of follow the links to the U.S. made JTBs. And we do have a, a custom shop actually in-house with uh, Yamaha uh, Guitar Group Artist Relations. Uh, we've got a, a guitar shop up there. And yeah, we have a custom shop. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, that's good to know for sure. Um, so what was the question here from Michael? He says, uh, Line 6 offers a fully integrated experience starting from the very axe and ending with the power cab and PA. Pretty, pretty much across the signal path and the software. He's very well said, I think. Uh, that, I mean that—that's exactly the market we are are addressing, and you're absolutely right. That—that's our goal. 
Exactly. Randall Fisher says, what's the biggest difference between Helix and the Helix LT? I was thinking about the LT because of price. Do you want to share your thoughts on that? Sure. Um, it's got the exact same audio engine. So sonically, it's identical. Uh, it's got uh, fewer I, a little bit less I.O., and it does not have scribble strips. Okay. But we, we replace, um, we kind of give you a tool to use on the, on the LCD called Performance View. Okay. So on the LT, it's a different view on the screen itself. That kind of gives you all the information you need, but scribble strips are pretty cool, and that's one of the really the two major differences in uh, LT. Construction's a little bit different. Gotcha. Sonically identical, though. Here's here's a good testimonial on the uh, on the LT. So the other night, uh, Jeff Waters was on the show from Annihilator, and some people, if you may Great not show. know, I, yeah, I thank, watch it. thank yeah. you, thank you. Uh, a crazy, crazy player, amazing guitar player, one of Canada's best. And, uh, you know, considered what, like, as uh, Dave, uh, Dave Ellison from Megadeth was saying, and a uh, quote in a testimonial saying that Annihilator is kind of an extension of the big four. So these guys are a big band, you know, been around since very uh, mid, early, mid 80s. And they're touring a really, really popular in Europe, major, major German festivals and European festivals. And they're using LT. There's three guys up front, two guitar players, a bass player. They, they share, they each have an LT and they have one backup LT, which is shared between the bass player and a guitar player, whoever needs one, if one dies and I've never had to use it. What I thought was so cool about that was he says they're uh, doing a big co-headlining tour with uh, Testament and uh, they do a sound check and uh, they got, you know, off to the drummer, they got the big scrims with the album cover on there. And then a lot where a lot of guys would hide their backline, their amps back there or whatever. And the guys in Testament are saying, okay, well, I'm looking behind your scrims. I don't see anything. Where's your backline? And Jeff Waters says, uh, this, is our, this is our line right here. Or this is our line six. It's right up here. And after they did a sound check, um, the next gig, the next festival date where they were together, Testament did like a three-hour sound check. So that was pretty amazing. Yeah, that is pretty amazing. That's, phenom- that's, that's awesome to hear as well, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No amps. I, mean, I know. Amazing. Yeah, and he's not using in ears as far if I remember correctly. He said he wasn't using in ears. He's got some wedges up front, whatever. And he, he, like Oz, when Oz Fox was on the uh, the, uh, the week before, or the, yeah, I think it was the week before, um, he didn't know yet about the power caps either. So I told him both about power caps. And uh, so Jeff's going to be checking that out right away as well, too. I can see him probably having two up right up at the mic stand. It'll be perfect for him. Very cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, speaking of Oz Fox, uh, he was telling us, this is kind of cool, and you guys may know more insight through through it than what I do, but he shared with our guests that he, because everyone always wants to know, hey, can we, like, not all these guys upload their tones to custom tone and things like that, where we get the, where we're spoiled to get to download their patches. Oz is starting up a thing through his uh, Guitar Academy, Oz Fox um, uh, Guitar Guitar Academy or whatever, and he's going to be, you know, uh, joining up a premium membership, whatever, you can get his free patches and stuff like that through this membership. So that's going to be really awesome as well, too. Yeah, it's pretty cool, actually, because it just becomes a, another tool for the artist to connect with fans. I mean, being able to share the exact patch they're using on certain songs or, or live, or it's really a cool kind of element when you think about the way you interact with, you know, with music. Uh, pretty, very cool, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I agree. Over to the chat. You're, you're seeing that a lot more, too. Uh, on the Facebook group, bunches of guys are sharing patches, uh, even some of the bigger bands, you know. I love and that. It's, it, it's cool. It's really, um, I love seeing that. You know what's neat, too, is you see them, you see a lot of us uh, a lot of, in the groups playing tag, basically, with them. So we'll download the patch. We'll make a little tweak to it. We'll put it back up. Next person will we'll take it, download yep. it. I'll play. It's so cool. It's like always evolving, right? Smoothly evolving patch. Yeah, I love it. Uh, DJ Asterix says, I can't wait to check out the power cab. And he's obviously commenting on the guitar collection. It's like, can't, it's like a, a, a heaven there for sure. Uh, Mike Francis says, cool, the great, th- uh, thanks, thanks, and great to know. Uh, why doesn't Helix Effects have, what was the question? Larry Petra says, why doesn't the Helix Effect have connection using the XLR? Um, the HX Effects, good question. Well, you don't really need an XLR in case like that, right? Because you're running in most cases in a four cable method, right? Or else just directly uh, to the front of an input of an amplifier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not really a modeling type of a device. That's right. Yeah. Uh, simplified. Uh, DJ Asterix says, what would be, it would be sweet to see Jeff Loomis on a Line 6 artist video like Pete did. Yeah, that would be very cool. Um, you know, our, our AR guys, guy, I should say, and mm-hmm. uh, his team are, are uh, always working on stuff. So I'm not sure what they got brewing, but they've put out some pretty cool stuff. Um, 
uh, just in the last few months, they put out some pretty cool, uh, some pretty cool, cool videos. So I'd expect more coming. Good, good. And I'm reaching out to his camp as well to get him as a guest here on Helix Hour. So that would be fantastic. I think he'd fit much better. In- yeah, I think so for sure. I'm doing my best to get him. So we'll see if that transpires. Um, okay, this is cool. Dan Peter says, is it true that you you have people tackling the polyphonic end of things for Helix? Um, yeah. So we have a, we have some of the best engineers in the business um, for polyphonic. Uh, working for us and i think you i i know eric mentioned it last time and talk there's a lot of talk about it on the forums and whatnot um they're you know they're working for us so i'm pretty sure they're gonna be digging into helix and doing cool stuff good um, so so yeah watch for watch for more to come good that's awesome that'll come through for more updates and things down the road we'll look forward to that uh let me see here um Mike Francis also said, Helix has changed everything for me, uh, getting ready to order my second one. Very nice to know. Uh, yes. Larry Peter says, owns a Helix floor and an M20D mixer, also Line 6 soundstage speakers. Uh, mm-hmm. Why doesn't the M20D have an icon for the Helix uh, 500X is available? And that's something I don't know anything about. Uh, it's a good point, but the, that product was uh, released well before helix was released and i'm just not sure that they've got to that icon i actually can't answer it i'm sorry no, I don't it's okay know. no it's okay it's, be- it's best to always say you don't know if you, if you don't know as opposed to guessing that's where i i've i always profess anyways uh martin ignacio de feos greetings from buenos Aires, argentina very nice to have you here um i'm not sure what time it is it's got to be late evening i would assume uh or morning maybe um, Zeofest says, and I'm pronouncing the name wrong, I'm sure, digging the sound of my Helix through the PowerCab 112, running it in FRFR mode, only since I've got a condenser mic running through it as well, handles everything perfectly at any reasonable volume. Very nice to know. Great. One of the things, too, I discovered a while back, I mean, if I read the manual right out of the get-go, I would have noticed, and people will appreciate this with the PowerCab, if you're like, you want to jam along with some of your favorite tunes, uh, once you hook it up to your computer with the USB cable, it also becomes an audio source. And you can stream music, YouTube videos, whatever you want, back to the cabinet. Control your volume on your computer, how much the output's going to go to the power cab. And you got you got a perfect jam box there. Yep, yep. I love that. Yeah, it's very, very nice. Uh, let me see here. Pungali says, I was messing around today with the Helix by running a trombone into it. Now, that was fun. Okay, I never heard. That's probably cool. a first. <laughs> that- that may be a first. I know. I know you guys at the uh, at, at the office oh. a while back had some uh, electric violin or something going through electric Helix. Violin. Yeah, in fact, um, several major electric violin players are, are running Helix. Okay. It's, it's really cool to see it being used in different applications. And honestly, it doesn't surprise me. No, I of mean, course not. If you can and you got it, why not? That's right. That's right. And look at look at uh, Derek Shrinian keyboards over in Billy's band. I shouldn't say Billy's band in Sons of Apollo. Uh, you know, uh, he borrowed uh, Billy's uh, Helix one time, and I'm seeing it now in every photo under his keyboards. Yep. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Uh, let me see here. What is Robert? Robert Apple says, according to Music Industry News, Ampeg was one of many companies owned by Lao Technologies, former Mackie. Both Crate and Blackheart are still owned by Lao. Okay. Well, there we go. There's some confusion there that I don't know about. Uh, yes. Lao okay. owned Ampeg as well as several other brands. And gotcha. that's, that's that's the that's what I missed. That's the tie. Okay, there you go. Um, let me see here. Um, Terry says, was just looking on Cosmos Music Online, so I can't believe how cheap some of the Ampeg bass combos are. So there you go. That's a perfect time to buy one if they're on sale. Uh, William S. May says, hey, Frank and Eric, is there any difference um, pedal emulation interaction between the lack of input impedance in the HX effects to the Helix unit? That might be something m- more versed for, for Eric, maybe? Eric or Ben, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, I would I would uh, maybe p- post that question in some of the Helix Facebook groups, like Chad's group, Chad Boston's group, or even through support or through through the Line Six website as well, and probably get an answer there. Put it uh, in the Facebook group and tag one of those guys. Yeah, they'll, they'll get something. Yeah, you guys will definitely get an answer on that right away. So here's something too. We because I just kind of alluded to a moment ago talking about Jason Sedites. He's here in the uh, in the chat. And first of all, I got to give hats off to him for being one of the most um, busy, 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 busy with Line Six stuff. He's putting up new videos every day. Sometimes I see a couple a day, and uh, he's one of the go-to guys. Whenever and someone says, "What do I do? I'm going to get a Helix. Uh, what should I do?" And people say, "Go watch Jason Sedites' videos and things like that." So, and he's fellow Canadian. He's down the road. 
we're going to team up here very, very soon. Um, it c could possibly be this week and do a demo on the power cap. And what I'm looking forward to that more so than um, is the fact that it's good commentary from two different people in a completely different wheelhouses. He's a much more organic guitar player, way better than way better than me. But I think what we're going to offer is some neat inter interactive dialogue between the two of us that could potentially help some people with some confusion on is a speaker for me kind of thing. I would love to see you guys play together. And by the way, uh, Jason is absolutely amazing. All of his videos are just incredible. In fact, all over the internet, when you if you look if you ask the question, where do I go to learn how to do this? It's, as someone's saying, go to Jason's channel. Just amazing. And in fact, um, we've never had third-party um, instructional videos on our service and support website. Um, we just never have done it. And this year, earlier this year, we actually decided to, to, to do it. So we set up everything we had set up, and now all of Jason's videos are right on our support site. Just, I can't say enough about not only his, the instructional content, but his playing is just sick. Some of the solos he does, incredible. But um, glad you're here, Jason. Thank you. Yeah, we're very happy to have him, and I'm looking forward to doing that. And it's really funny. You watch him play and some of the, the most intricate guitar parts, and he'll just kind of roll his eyes, and it's like second nature to him. You know, it's like it's not even, not, doesn't even have a, a dot of sweat on his forehead. I'll tell you what, he hides it well if he's not it's it's just incredible yeah I, I watch sometimes i watch him three or four times just to, to to your point to see wow did that really just come out of those that guitar i know it's great i can't wait to witness it in person it's gonna be hard to kind of uh you know focus on the task at hand of filming uh, you know a professional video and not be fanboying at the same time so i have to try to i'll get the fanboy moment out of the out of the hop right off right off the get-go and then we'll get into business well i'll tell you what with the facebook group and the gear page and all the all the folks that follow you that will be a very well viewed episode because between you and Jason, uh, that's that's just an awesome show. I'll, I'll be tuning in. Well, that what we're going to do there is it probably won't be a show. We'll, we're going to actually do a produced video, I think, for that one. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to do like a, a one of these shows. Yeah, but I think I, I think I will get it back on here again though too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, Larry Petrie says uh, Helix Effects is also great played into a triaxis and Mesa equipment, Monster Sound. Uh, Jamie Trevino says, I want to thank Frank Quick for hooking up Jared Grumblet and myself for hosting a Line 6 clinic at Mortar City Guitar. Uh, that was pretty cool. I didn't get to attend that, but I saw all that. Uh, thank you so much for your continued excellence with the Line 6 brand. Uh, Robert Apple says, uh, Jason Sedites is awesome and, is and also his YouTube channel. Uh, DJ Asterix says, Frank, you rock. I've done so much for the Line 6 community. Just want you to know we all appreciate everything you do. Thank you, guys. A lot, of, a lot of people are, are definitely in your, uh, are very grateful to you for sure for what you do. Um, By the way, go ahead. I'm the, I'm the guy who's out online most of the time answering questions and just kind of um, patrolling. But I got an amazing team. My, the support team that works for me is just awesome. There's four, four guys and they get it all done and I got tons of support. So um, the thanks really goes to them. But we owe this to you guys and, and it's clearly part of our mission is to step up the level of support and make sure everyone who invests in a helix feels like they made a really good investment and one that you know the company will be behind and and, and help them when they need it when things go wrong so that it's definitely our mission that's fantastic and, and people feel that as well too like i i know i feel it in the groups and you know the all the members of the groups uh you know someone will post a problem saying hey something's wrong with this whatever oh uh, and then you know if you don't see it which you 99.9 .9 percent of the time you do there are people out there oh talk to frank talk to so-and-so and it's like the, everyone's coming together to help instead of like oh sorry about your luck it's like almost that's such a great point eric i mean the, the, it's the first the first level of support is the facebook group or the gear page or whatever yeah the community is so helpful and, you know, there to, you, there's pretty much not a question you're not going to get answered. But if you need me, people just tag me and I'm there. And I, by the way, I read it and contribute daily. So I'm there anyway, you know, uh, just I'm proud to be a member of all those groups, particularly the big Helix group, um, Chad's group. Uh, but I'm a member of, uh, I want to say nine or 10 of them around the world. Yeah. Uh, Helix Italy, Helix uh, Poland, Helix Germany, um, and the the community part of this whole experience has been unbelievable, really unbelievable, incredible. 
I, I honestly don't know how physically, like physically you do it because I know, I know roughly what time when you start work in the morning, you're on there for hours before work. You're doing it all during work. Um, and you're behind closed doors for meetings and all those kind of things all day long. And then you do it after hours. I mean, I, I know people like their jobs. Uh, some, some people like their jobs. Some people don't. Uh, you do. I like my job. Um, but liking your job and, you know, dedicating your life to it are two different things. Like, what is it that, that makes you tick like that? Well, it, to be, I got to be honest, and I said this uh, before, it, it isn't as bad as it sounds. It right. really isn't. Uh, you know, there, there's 14,000, I believe over 14,000 uh, people in the Helix Group, uh, Chad's Helix Group. Uh, there's probably 20 or 25,000 people represented on all these Facebook pages. I probably get three or four, you know, questions that I have to address or situations I have to address a day. And that's about it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I just make it part of my, you know, most people check Facebook before they go to bed or whatever. Uh, I just check it multiple times a day. I check it at the gym and it, it's not as hard as it, as it may look. I, I just, uh, I enjoy it. So it's easy. I enjoy not just, you know, my job and the, the work I do, which I do, mm-hmm. but I the community, the, the Helix community is just second to none. It is. I found that too, like with um, obviously with my other show with uh, the Aviation Gear TV, where there's a heavy, 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 heavy Van Halen centric content, mm-hmm. and I'm not I'm not going to pigeonhole Van Halen fans as sometimes being mean fans because some any I'm sure there's some mean Rush fans out there too, but you belong to some groups, whatever your thing is that you're into, maybe it's a painting group or something. And you join these groups or forums or whatever they may be. And, um, you know, you ask a question, a simple question. Okay, maybe, okay, then an example, I'm thinking about getting a Helix. Will it do everything I want it to do? You know, something like you, maybe you're asking, what's the, what's the secret of life? It might be a, a very complex question. But, and a lot of these groups will attack you you know, right out of the get-go. And then you're so afraid that you, you might just leave the group. You may not buy the product, you know. But I found with all of the groups, not just Chad's. Chad's is probably the friendliest one and the coolest one. Yeah, I'm members of all of them, just like you. So I'm not saying that the other ones aren't friendly. They are. They are. But a- anything in the Helix community or the Line Six community, as far as uh, forums, it's like it's you almost scratch your head. Like, why are people being so nice? Now there might be some little smart comments here or there, but you can ask a question without you know being grilled and and be made to feel like an idiot. You're absolutely right. I, I rarely do you see anyone being even rude. To yeah. be honest with you, usually everyone's bend over backwards to be helpful and welcoming and i don't i don't know i think what it is is very like-minded people who are into technology and into their craft you know playing guitar and um when you get them together and they're talking about something they're passionate about i think the good side kind of tends to win over that's all i can explain but you're right yeah we have nicest group of people in the community that you could ever ask for it's incredible and I think it's what it is, is with the people that just don't really have any interest in it or they, you know, they have anything negative to say about it. They just don't join the group. So the group is made of the people who want to be there. Want to be there. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Uh, Gary Sheehan says, playing th- uh, this podcast through my new power cabin. Loving it. That's cool. So he's playing it through YouTube. That's awesome. And he says, greetings from, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, Nashua, New Hampshire. Would that be right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Martin Ignacio DeFeo says, any hints on next firmware update? Uh, are we allowed to start the guessing game on the L6 forum? The, probably we can't. We can't announce any dates, but probably sometime soon. I know. We, actually, we can lead to so, the next. Go ahead. Yeah, um, we've said spring. Okay. Spring ends the 21st of June. Yep. So, <laughs> we reserve the right to to take all of that time. That's right. Uh, and by the way, that's a target. You know, um, it's. Uh, I think Eric announced last week. It's it's doing well and it's on track. Good. But it's really important that we keep, you know, um, digging in and uh, finding and squashing bugs and really uh, QAing the product. So it'll come out when it's ready is the answer. But that's right. the target is by the end of spring. And that's the thing. Do we do we want to have it met by target or do or do we want you guys to have to recall it, you know, if there's something that's not right? So it's best to wait until everything is 100 percent and then you get, a, you know, as close to 100 percent as where you'd be happy and, um, you know, move from there as opposed to recalling things like that. So it is definitely worth the wait. Absolutely. We would, and frankly, we won't do it anyway. I, there have been several times where we were right, very close, and then something popped up. And, you know, you del- the right thing to do is delay it and get it right. Mm-hmm. That's that our focus, making sure it's a, 
a solid quality product. That's right. Uh, that's something that we have all come to expect. Uh, Jason himself says, uh, Jason Stey says, well, you guys can't see me, but I'm blushing over here. I really appreciate the kind words and looking forward to getting together to do a video, Eric. Okay, we'll, I'll be in touch with you today, buddy. Um, uh, Michael says, uh, the wealth of knowledge that Jason has contributed on the Helix is phenomenal. Thanks, Jason and Line 6 for being so supportive of us, uh, the users. You know, something I think is one of the biggest tips I learned from Jason personally, and this, this has helped me out tremendously both with Native and with Helix itself, is putting an EQ and compression at the end of the chain where a lot of us would not think about doing that. And what he does a lot is he actually adds that before, before he even starts putting amp blocks in. You know, he'll put that there because then, and because where a lot of us would struggle is if maybe our mid range is too high, or actually he'll put like a high cut, low cut, whatever. A lot, a lot of us will go back and we'll ch start changing our mids on our amplifier or things like that. Whereas you can do that with the last part of the chain, high cut or low cut, and just little tweaks make it so sweet. Yep, and and two of his videos, I think in particular, people are really talking about some of his techniques because he's got some really good, really cool techniques. Mm -hmm. Just excellent. Um, someone else too that uh, it's been it's been talked about a lot to come on the show here, and I know you'll probably appreciate this too. And I, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce his last name right, but you know, Glenn Delon is that right, Delon? Delon, yeah, yeah, uh, Glenn, great guy. Yeah, uh, known him through the Facebook group, and um, you know, he's been really active, and of course, he does patches. Yeah, uh, for a couple of years now, and I met him for the first time at NAM this year, and just really great guy. Yeah, I'm looking forward to having him on. I, I haven't had him on yet oh, before as well oh. too. Hell of a player. Good, good. I'm looking forward to that. We can introduce his patches to the world too. But I know Jason's made it so easy as well for all of us that, you know, I, Jason and I have had this conversation. And I think I've even talked about it with Eric Klein as well too. We can now go on Helix, uh, you know, with our editors and just drop things without even having a guitar in our hands and know um, when we pick it up, there's just going to be slight tweaking. The, the learning curve is so easy once you just, uh, you know, lose any intimidation you may have with the product and just start dropping blocks. Like, think of it as a world, real world. Okay, I want my phaser. I want my flanger. I want uh, some delay and reverb, of course. I'm going to throw this in a loop. And you can plan it out visually without even having an instrument in your hands. The, the best way to approach it with a new user, that's the best thing to do is just start out with a blank slate. And to your point, build that's it like you would in the real world. That's right. And just don't mess with anything. Just build it. Add some stuff. That's kind of your first layer of learning. Mm -hmm. And then kind of go back and dig in a little bit deeper, next level down of parameters and whatnot. That's right. And course you know read the facebook groups and, and watch videos but uh it once you it is intimidating it can be intimidating but mm -hmm. once you get in we think that ui is really um uh, makes the learning curve relatively short yeah. there still is a learning curve but yeah but a huge selling feature of the product is that is that user interface which a lot of attention went into uh you know from eric and his team but that that is when you're talking helix did you actually this is a funny joke did you see that one graphic i made it was the selling features of helix it was blah, 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 blah. And there's a bullet point and it says, it comes with this, comes with this, and it comes with a Frank shot. Did you see that? Thank you so much, Ben. Yes, I did see that. <laughs> that was it, funny. And I told it, people, it, you have to look close because most people just breathe. Several thank you. I don't deserve it, but thank you so much. Oh, I that, do appreciate it. No problem. That was just a fun, that was fine, but it was very true. Um, Jason Sedite says, uh, thank you, Robert. Um, uh, Alec Bourne says, any chance of uh, incorporating a Variax port on a future version of the HXFX? That's 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 a major overhaul. So that would have to be a, a physical rebirth of that. Be a full change of the product. Mm -hmm. uh, I, yeah, you know, I uh, I could even if I knew I couldn't say. Yeah, but yeah, no problem I, on that one. Um, and actually, here's a very good question. Randall Fisher says, "Have you ever thought about getting Chad Boston on the Helix Hour?" No, I haven't had him on the Helix Hour. I have had him on EVH and Gear TV, but I'd love to. And you know what? I'll reach out to Chad, and he's probably still here, and we'll schedule him because he, what he does for the community as well. Is phenomenal. So yeah, consider that done. That's that's a no-brainer, uh, and I know he'll be happy to come on. Uh, Mike Francis says I have so much Line Six and Yamaha gear. I should be in therapy. Uh, Love my first guitar uh, was a Yamaha. Keep up the great work, guys. So th that merger I, is, is nice. And um, I see Mike all the time online. And uh, thank you very much. And you're a great guy. Thanks, Mike. He's he's a real trooper for sure. Uh, Michael uh, says, uh, Frank, thanks for all the contributions to the forums and keeping a watchful eye on the community and its needs. Do you ever sleep? I think you get maybe about 45 minutes a night. <laughs> I, I get plenty of sleep. Okay, all right. Um, uh, uh, this is good from Robert Apple. Line 6 support is actually great. No BS. They're always there. They're friendly, and they always help me quickly get through any issues. Thanks, Frank, and the whole team. So thank you, because that to me, um, that's one of my areas of responsibility in the company. You know, I have the I do the supply chain and 
logistics and sales operations, but my one of my big focuses is support. And we do have such a great team and we've got a really good philosophy and um, it's great to get feedback like that. I do get quite a bit of it too. I'll get you know personal notes from um, Jason, from customers who've dealt with Jason or Will or Pete, one, one of our support reps and um, great stuff. I really love hearing that. Good. It's good to hear. And something that I think is really cool, too, is the fact that, you know, you guys are, especially with, you know, different acquisitions and, and uh, mergers and things like that, too, you're a big company, but at the same time, small enough that you can provide that almost like one-on-one -on -one support. You know, you people could be calling a call center in some third, you know, I don't want to say a third world country, but another part of the world somewhere. Uh, and, you know, and people don't even know what you, what a Helix is from this, and they're going through manuals trying to help you figure it out. You're talking to people that actually use the product, own the product, uh, and pretty much know it inside and out. So you know you've got good support when that phone call comes. Yeah, and, and post-sale support is very important to us as a company. It's, it's a, very important to, to our team, and um, we will continue to put a lot of focus on post-sale support. Fantastic. Really important. Good. Uh, Jared from Tone Wars is saying, yo, Frank, Eric, and everybody. Um, Mike Francis, we're all co so cool in a group, we should run the country. Hey, you never know. Let's start running for your local office, and you can go from there. Uh, Terry says, thanks for tuning in, folks. Hit that thumbs up if you haven't yet, and thanks again uh, to Frank for joining us today. Yes, thank you. Uh, Full Circle says, soon. Robert Apple says, thank you, Jason. Uh, let me see here. Martin Ignatio says, thanks, Frank, for your kind response. A true professional you are. I'm sure we can all echo that statement. Uh, Jared from Tone Wars says, can't re wait to review the Power Cab. Yeah, he's done a lot of cab reviews, so I think he'll do it justice for sure. Um, and a lot of the stuff he does, too, is well-respected in the metal community as well, too. So I think that's going to be a very important niche to, to crack, too. Uh, JTI, I can never pronounce this name very well. So J Jidea uh, says, Helix user interface is great. Uh, would like Android and iOS connected connectivity via USB. And um, Terry says, that reminds me, now you need to get the famous uh, YouTuber Ryan Fluff Bruce on here. Uh, as I just read his Facebook, he's joined Line 6. Actually, you missed an episode. He was on, um, he's actually in my intro credits. He's, he, was on, he was on this show. Yep. So check it out. Uh, and he's, he's a big uh, Helix advocate for sure. He's using that right now uh, quite a bit. And I wouldn't even be surprised he'll get Jared Dines into it and everything else as well too. He's all, he also a member at, uh, on Chad's group. Yeah, that's right. That's what I mean. Yeah, he's now he's moved from drums to. Oh, oh no, you mean on the Chad's group? That's oh. right. Yeah, I've seen his post. Yeah. Yep. Yep, I've seen him post, and actually, he's contributed to uh, Custom Tone as well. Mm -hmm. Yep. So it's awesome. Um, this is good. This is uh, as we wrap up the show. Uh, from Neil Marchant says, "I've had to deal with Line Six support on a couple of occasions with old gear, and have had excellent service." So we're talking old gear now, not just stuff that's you know uh, the newest on the shelves. And he says, "Love you, love you guys." Thank you. We love you, man. Awesome. Well, we are right here on the top of the Helix Hour. It's 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, before we go, uh, before I thank Frank for joining us, just to mention, too, we do have the uh, the Helix LT giveaway that's still running. I'm looking at my notes. We have almost 13,000 entries with 16 days left to go. So someone somewhere in the world is going to win, uh, is possibly win, um, a, a Line 6 Helix LT. Beautiful, beautiful device. Uh, you can find out more about that on the Facebook group. It's the easiest way to get you there. Um, Facebook.com slash EVH Gear TV. It is pinned there. It's a top post. And there's all kinds of other places as well. You can find it. But try that at least to get you there by sharing the uh, lucky URL that you'll get. You have different opportunities to get bonus entries. So get on to get in there. Get in. Share it like crazy. 16 days to go. I'll let the I'll let Frank and the team know who wins, and they'll uh, ship one of those out to you. So we're looking forward to it. Uh, Vilechild says thank you at all at EVH Care TV. Mike Francis says thanks, guys. Um, so listen, Frank, you're a friend. You're a great supporter. Um, I can't thank you enough. Thank you so very very much for joining us again, and thank you for everything you do uh, for the community and this product brand uh, family that we love. Thank you so much. I'm humbled. Um, I thank you, and you are a good friend, and um, I thank everybody. Hope you have a great Sunday afternoon or evening. And thank you again. Awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in and for my Canadian. What's that? I'm sorry. See you on Facebook. That's right. And then I'll 
<laughs> we'll see you on Facebook for sure. And for my Canadian friends here as well, enjoy your long weekend. And who knows, maybe tomorrow will even be the day I'm going to be hook up with Jason and we'll do that video. Uh, but also, thank you for your patience today. There's always something that goes wrong techno uh, technology-wise. And I lost my uh, webcam earlier, so what you're seeing right now is a horrible Mac FaceTime cam. So uh, thanks for your patience. It's not about what I look like. It's what the guest looks like and what we try to bring to you. So I'm sure you can live past that. Jason tonight says thanks for another great show. Frank, I'm going to say goodbye to you off the air. Everyone, we'll see you real soon. Enjoy your Sunday evening and your long weekend here in Canada. We will see you very soon. Until next time. Cheers. Hey, EVH Gear TV and Eddie Van Halen fans. If you are like me, you find the time to read books difficult. Why not have it read to you? Grab one of three critically acclaimed Van Halen audiobooks like Van Halen Rising by Greg Renoff, Running with the Devil by Noel Monk, or Everybody Wants Some by Ian Christie, available right now from Audible. Sign up for a free trial with zero obligation to get any one of these three audiobooks today. You can cancel if you wish after your trial membership expires and keep the book. There are many other great titles to choose from as well. Links in the description below, but just remember audibletrial.com slash TV. Click the link below and go grab your first free audiobook. Thank you for listening to this edition of EVH and Gear TV. This episode is being brought to you in part by VanHalenStore.com. Shop VanHalenStore.com for the largest selection of official Van Halen merchandise and memorabilia. Be sure to check out our website at evhgeardiscussion.com for more updates and follow us on social media.